everybody. It is day 32 of 100 and we're continuing and, and nearing the end of our series of excerpts from my Enneagram Introductions workshop. And today we are focusing on type five. The fives at their best are original and perceptive, but at their worst might be detached or overly eccentric. The motivating need is to perceive, uh, by which we mean the need to know and understand uh, as fully as possible, and to be self-sufficient and to avoid looking foolish is also important to fives. And the basic fear is of being incapable or ending up uh, depleted and drained to where they lack uh, sufficient capacity to cope with life. And they manage uh, that fear and their anxiety in general by collecting knowledge. Uh, their basic orientation is, is to knowledge. They're knowledge-oriented people. And they're this first number in the head triad, and that first number is kind of always very obviously associated with that center of intelligence. It's generally not hard for us to recognize fives as people who uh, lead with this thinking center of intelligence. And they are kind of, we say, in their heads. And that is where they are often most comfortable. And I've had fives tell me, you know, if, if I could just function like from the neck up, um, that would be better for me, <laughs> or that would be preferred. And so there's this over-identification with, uh, with the head and with this thinking capacity that sometimes leads to some detachment from the other centers of intelligence and especially from their bodies. There's a high premium on objectivity here and, a, and an ability to see things perhaps more objectively than most others. No human can be fully objective, but perhaps fives can come closest to that. Another key theme or aspect of the five experience is this um, limited energy supply. So we say fives have um, measured energy and kind of everything they're they're doing or not doing is about managing that energy and making sure that they do not end up completely drained or depleted like I referenced earlier. So, you know, every interaction, every conversation, every touch, every communication, every activity really takes a significant amount of energy for fives or it, it, it is costing them something. And so they kind of have to constantly manage, you know, how much energy do I have to spare? How do I make sure that I have enough to kind of get home and call it a day and then rest and start all over tomorrow? You know, they, they get a certain amount each day and that's what they have. And, and when it's gone, it's, it's really gone. So it would be good for the rest of us to be mindful of how interactions are costing fives and to honor that need to protect time or that need to manage energy and support them in in that endeavor if we're in a position to do so privacy and personal space are extremely important to fives and they do tend to be the most introverted type so with with this measured amount of energy and this rich kind of inner life of the mind and um, privacy and and personal space being important, uh, it kind of it kind of builds an introverted um, personality structure, and so they they don't always understand why people would just quote hang out 
uh, for no particular reason. Um, social events need a purpose for five so they can weigh the cost of, of the energy drain and decide if it's worth it, if they can handle it, how long is it going to be and, and kind of have that information on the front end. And so again, it, it's helpful if we can offer that freely and understand uh, that need because I mean, they, they love um, often being, you know, with people that they care about or doing things that that they enjoy as much as any of us. It's just that they might need some of that information up front to be able to make a decision about whether that's going to work for them or not. So like I said, they are managing uh, some anxiety, some fear, because that's the underlying issue for the, the whole triad. And, and they're doing that by accumulating knowledge. And often they're going to try to connect with people by sharing that knowledge. Um, it's like an act of generosity for them to share um, book recommendations or, or knowledge that they have collected in some way to, to teach is, a, is often an effort to, uh, to connect. That is a really natural way for them to reach out because they do tend to become these specialists or experts. They have generally an area of expertise of some of some sort that becomes a source of confidence. They also really tend to be problem solvers and really enjoy the process of problem solving, of thinking through things, finding solutions, categorizing, making plans. And, and often they'll be generous with that ability, enjoy doing that, not just for themselves or but also for others. And um, there is a, a lot of planning that can happen in this space. And one of the big challenges for fives is to convert that thinking or planning into action when it's time to do that and not just kind of endlessly make plans and then, and then not act on those. And so that's a pretty common theme or, or tension for fives. The vice in this space um, has a few names. I, I just think withholding is a good way to name that because it's about, um, you know, sometimes people say avarice, uh, which is kind of like greed, but it's not just this blanket um, greed by any sense. It's this withholding knowledge or privacy or their time or space or affection even. Um, but it's, it's about this uh, management of energy and fear that that they were lacking the inner resources to meet the demands of life and preserve their independence and energy. And so the coping mechanism becomes kind of withholding all of that and trying to be and maintain self-sufficiency and to not be overwhelmed by the demands of life or others. But the flip side of that is non-attachment. It's loosening one's grip. It's becoming generous when they can relax that scarcity mindset of, you know, I, I only have enough and I could run out to really embrace the reality of abundance um, to, you know, communicate needs and, and boundaries and make sure you have what you need in place to, to function as best as possible and to kind of trust the free flow of relationship and connection and uh, to be more open-handed and generous uh, as able. But that non-attachment, uh, it goes beyond that even. I think that that is really the contributor to five's capacity for objectivity, that we, 
referenced earlier, because this ability to, to observe clearly and keenly and to have thoughts or have feelings, but just kind of observe them and, and let them go and, and to maintain this perceptive analysis and not be swayed by kind of all of the stimulus that, that comes in that, that can sway a person. They, they really have this gift of being able to kind of step back and observe, and they might not say much, if anything at all, for, for quite a while, but then their perception of the situation and their commentary on it then can really synthesize what has happened, what is happening into clear, concise wisdom so much of the time. And I have uh, a partner who's a five and, and many, many, many close friends who are fives. And I just, I value this ability so, so much. And I, I even worked with a staff for a while that was in a tough spot, there was some dysfunctional leadership and just all sorts of stuff going on. But we had a staff member and a, a dear friend who's a five. And I just, I literally stopped going to staff meetings unless they were going to be present because the, the whole thing just, um, just would unravel without that kind of calm, steady voice of reason and observing and synthesizing and and that kind of work that this person could do and that was just essential to the functioning of the room at that point. And uh, and so that can be just a real, real gift that, that fives can offer. Some growing edges for fives are to get in touch with your body, that vitality of the body's energy and that doing intelligence can really help fives move from thought to action, which is, uh, again, is, is very important. Another suggestion would be to, to work on not just observing, but participating when it's called for. And I think a, a big thing uh, for fives is learning to communicate boundaries so that you can be present with people when you're present with people and also preserve that time you need to recharge or that time when you have run out of energy in that tank. But it's so much easier in the day-to-day -day or in the long run to put in some energy up front to have that conversation with people you live with or work with or, or just people you're connected to in whatever way to communicate the boundaries that that you do need so that you can be fully present when you're there, not anxious about you know how you're going to get out or when you're going to get to to recharge or that kind of thing. So you can, you can be fully present there and you can be fully present and enjoying your alone time. Uh, but it just takes some communication up front to kind of arrange that. The lost childhood message for fives is your needs are not a problem. So that didn't get through for whatever reason. And so there is kind of this assumption for fives that their needs are going to be a problem to other people. And that can make that communication of needs and boundaries difficult at times. And so fives learning that, you know, their needs are not always going to be a problem to other people. And it's important to be able to share those. And the wounding message for fives is it's not okay to be too comfortable in the world. Somehow that was perceived and internalized by fives. Um, from an early age. Famous fives or fives you may know, Albert Einstein is kind of a stereotypical five personality. 
Annie Leibovitz, the very famous photographer, is a, I think a good example of a type 5. Well, you see it quite clearly with her. There's, um, she is famous for her ability to perceive so well through uh, photography. Her unique perception has become what has made her uh, brilliant and um, a, a couple others are the musician, podcaster, author Michael Gunger, and uh, also Derek Webb, another musician. And I don't know these for sure by any means, but I would I would take a gander that perhaps authors Ann Patchett and Ursula K. Le Guin might also be fives, but that is a personal guess at this point. Okay. That'll do it for us today. That was just a really a brief peek into uh, the world of, of our five friends and family. And I'll be back tomorrow with Type 6. Bye.